The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to freeze Wait, Not a game. Not, a, not, a, not the game that I go out there and, and die for. Welcome to the Points in the Paint podcast, stadiums and number one NBA podcast. Number one podcast, honestly. Ben Wittenstein. Zach Badgerhouse, always in the house. Ben, what's up? We are all, we got a final four. We do. We do. I want to shout out to Doug, our lovely producer, sitting there twos. running the mics, the camera Fresh. and everything. But yeah, Zach, we are uh, full on into the, uh, towards the end of the playoffs. We're in conference finals mode now. Yep. We had some fun games going on. We had uh, superstars, superstarring, and superstars. Superstars, superstarring. Some superstars not superstarring. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll talk it about. was a little rough towards the end of those semifinals. But yes, make sure you listen to Points of the Pain podcast yep. wherever you get your podcast. At Points of Pain is our social handles. You can follow Watch Stadium on these lovely platforms yeah, you see behind great. us. And it's just great. Let's just dive right into the gist of these conference finals slash recap these semifinals. Yeah, man. it's uh, It's been a fun Conference semifinals matchups. Honestly, we had some really fun games going on. Some we game did. seven. We had some game sixes. Tough. Dude, some close ones towards yeah. the end. All four series, honestly, were there was games in each individual series that were fun to watch. Yes. In the closeout game, let's just dive right into it for OBT because Jason it. Tatum being yes. was electric in Legend. that final game. Yep. He was that, great. Set a record, right? 51. 51 points for Jason Tatum. Historic for the Celtics. Yep. And he had had games. Uh, game five, a lot where you're like, is he, is he okay? Like, is he playing well? And I, listen, he showed up. I just felt like he played well from game six in the fourth quarter on. So he carried his play from the fourth quarter in game six into game seven that allowed him to just shoot lights out with the 51-point performance yes. being NBA, a record for NBA history for game seven, which was a record that was set, what, two weeks ago, probably three weeks ago yeah. from Steph Curry dropping the 50 ball? Yeah, nuts. Just remarkable how we just fast forward and it's already been broken. 51 points for Jason Tatum in a closeout game. Just a, That's a clutch performance in my eyes, and so I want to see what they're going to be able to do in these Eastern Conference Finals as they play against the Miami Heat. But, yeah, let's... They're going to need his momentum. And can I mention, he just turned 25. Ain't that <laughs> ridiculous? Tatum just turned 25. Only 25 years of age. That he's is unbelievable. remarkable. I mean, he's putting up 50 burgers in playoff games. You know that's a special player. That's a player who is going to be the cornerstone of a franchise for yep. years to come. And yep. again, you know, game six, or game five, excuse me, 19 points. 19 points. It, was it, it wasn't great. Game, game six was 19 points. Game seven, 51 points. Game five, he had 37, but he was three for 11 from downtown. You know, he there was times where he was kind of wavering, but man, to come out in game seven with the intensity that he had at home. At the crib, yep. It's, it's, it's a really impressive showing by Tatum, and clearly the way that the Celtics win this series coming up against the Heat and they win the, the NBA Finals is, is it has to go through Jason Tatum. There can't, it can't be multiple games where it's Jalen Brown's game or it can't be Marcus Smart games. It has to be Jason Tatum first. And then Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart. He has to be number one. You know what? That's funny you said that. 
because that's one of my big questions. And we're going to get to that later. But I do want to at least preview it a little bit with Jalen Brown. Listen, you can say what you want about Jason Tatum, who was yep. remarkable in that last game, 51 points. But I feel like he start Jalen Brown is starting to become just as important to that team in terms of franchise player. Really? As, yes. As a Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I feel like are the same the now. Like the Jays are neck and neck. They have to be neck and neck in terms of talent because Jalen Brown has improved so much. Yep. But you look like when it's all said and done, the guy that they look towards, the guy that they look at right now in these playoffs to get it done is Jason Tatum. Yeah, it really is. And in the other side, in the Western Conference, mm-hmm. you got the Lakers, you got the Nuggets, big fellas. and you got two of the best big men in the NBA facing off against each other, mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic, Anthony Davis. This is just like rubbing your hands together. Like, I'm excited. I'm I, I hope this series goes right? seven. Break your hands and get stretch out. Get ready. Get your popcorn. It's going to be fun. Yes, it's going to be fun. You have an be. amazing center in Nikola Jokic. You have an amazing center in Anthony Davis, as long as he can stay healthy. Yep. This this matchup is going to be awesome. And AD had a really good end of the series against the Warriors. They're coming into this as hot as they could both be, honestly. Yep, I think defensively, Anthony Davis has really stepped up. I think he's going to be the difference maker defensively okay. for the Lakers because Nikola Jokic does so much, Ben. He's going to bring AD out to the perimeter. He's, he's going to work him down low. Like he's going to attack him so many ways. So many ways, but the, the flip side is that Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is more than capable of defending him in all those areas, whether it's out on the perimeter, on the block. Like I think Nikola Jokic, I think both of them has to make a point of emphasis to try to put each other in foul trouble to get one of them out of the game because Nikola Jokic, I've seen him foul out in these playoffs. Like He's done that before. Anthony Davis, not so much. So I'm looking to see which one's going to have the advantage or have the edge. Now, remember, like I said, Nikola Jokic does so much for this team. The passing, the rebounding, you know, the floor general at times. Like, it gets the pace going. It's so weird that a center controls the pace of an NBA game. Running the offense. But they're a well-oiled machine, Ben. If I had to make a comparison to Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, they would be – the Greeks from season two of The Wire. I don't know if you remember that season. What a reference. What but a that's very just, specific reference. I've been reference. seeing NBA The Wire comparisons like yeah. all, throughout the playoffs, Okay, and I feel like that one is just spot on. Like Nikola Jokic, Denver Nuggets, they're like the Greeks from season two in The Wire. They were just well-oiled. They got everything done about their running business. Smooth, yeah. Running smooth. They're running a drug game pretty smooth, the Greeks. <laughs> Listen, Nikola Jokic is running that basketball team pretty smoothly under yeah. the radar. No FBI. Nobody's looking after him like the wire. <laughs> to I would hope that for Jokic's like, sake. They're, like, they're just flying under the radar. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's really impressive. He's not a flashy guy by any means. I mean, Anthony Davis really isn't a flashy guy, but he's got the history of playing on Kentucky and playing for good teams and really having the, the hardware to come, come with. Yep. With Jokic, again, you look at him, and even now, where he's skinnier than he was a couple years ago, he's still just a lump. That's why he's just yeah, he is. He's he's the Michelin man. He's just kind of a (laughs) lumpy guy. Looks like he's constantly tired when he's running. He has an ugly shot. None of the things that he puts up in the paint, like yeah, he kind (laughs) of. It's like, you know, Zion runs like he's like being sent to his room. Jokic, Jokic kind of has that run where he's like kind of waddling side by side. It's it's a really weird, like you don't think the guy should be athletic at all. And yet he just burns guys down low and, and from the perimeter. So it's going to be, it's a fun matchup, but I'm interested to see how far out Jokic can bring an AD, which allows guys like Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. to maybe operate a little bit more inside. But that pick and roll game with Jokic and Murray, which is the key to success for the Nuggets, how is that going to be able to operate against Anthony Davis, against LeBron James, against a, a 
pretty decent defensive team in the yeah, Lakers. Yeah, they're the best defensive team in the postseason. And we, on the flip side, you got the best offensive team with the Denver Nuggets. So yep. we'll see. So like I said, something's got to give with these two teams. Yep. Unstoppable force meeting an immovable object type of situation. <laughs> Let's go to the big question. The big question for some of these series. Yep. We have... Miami. Yes, we do. Making the Eastern Conference Finals. They did. I'm not too pleased at all. So to the be question quite honest with the, you. The, the question is then, you're not pleased, but does this make you believe in the Miami Heat? What did I say last week? Heavens no. Heavens no. So <laughs> Heavens no. You still don't believe. I still don't believe. You're really yeah. they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Eric Spolstra, an incredible coach, can do making making treasure with trash. That's, how you, that's how you describe it? That's apparently what it is. <laughs> you have half the roster undrafted. Undrafted, yes. That is that is very true. Max Strews, the rest of the crew, like these dudes, <laughs> these dudes weren't drafted. But no, seriously, I I the reason why I can't believe in them okay. is because it's too late. Like I can't join. I can't join now. I'm too far. I'm too in deep. I'm in too deep. So the, this is a pride them thing. Tra- yes, I've been calling them trash. Uh-huh. This entire playoffs. Like, they should have got out in the first round. Giannis missed three games. I'm counting the first game. Yes, he missed three games. They beat the Knicks. The Julius Randle sell the bag. He out there tired, exhausted. He doesn't have a lot left. RJ went one for like 10 one game, so they didn't have enough. Jalen Brunson essentially was out there by himself playing almost every minute because of Tibbs. Mm-hmm. You fast forward, now they're in, the, they're in the Eastern Conference Finals, the Miami Heat. They didn't beat two good teams, two solid teams. They're the eighth seed. Okay. Jimmy's playing outstanding. He yeah. leads the he leads the postseason in points per game. I hate it Bam so much. Bam is suddenly playing better. Bam is playing better. I know you probably killed some of your underbets. Yeah, that hurt. <laughs> the last couple games have really killed my underbets. But, I mean, listen, they have the pieces to be successful, and I think the interesting thing is they kind of go with the positionless type of game at times other than Bam. You know, you can play Max Struess at a couple different positions. Yep. Jimmy can play a couple different positions. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry is kind of the head guy on the court as a veteran. He can make things happen. You have a lot of different pieces where the culture of the Heat is really just driving this team because a lot of these guys shouldn't be anywhere near an NBA court, let alone starting or playing significant minutes in a conference finals Gabe game. Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent going I mean, The out guy's there, great. Fun to watch. Good for like him. Duncan Robinson. Points. And he's going to be an X-factor. You know, he's going to be big. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to be big. They're going to need to hit threes because what, what do the Celtics love to do? They love to shoot threes, you know, 35, 40 threes a game. If they're going to have to get that off against the Heat, Miami got to match that. Miami's going to have to match that. And I think so far this postseason, been that, shooting threes lights that's out. what's been smoking mirrors for them. Bro. They were a yeah. bottom, Miami Heat were a bottom five team in three-point shooting throughout the regular season. It's a 180. They just flipped the script, being, and I hate it so much. You think all regression of a sudden, comes? they just can't miss. Yeah, is, is regression coming for this, for know, this round? But I, I don't know. But I will say this. There's not going to be any Tyler Hero. No. There's no Tyler for this series. Yeah, he, he's, he's maybe going to make the finals if they make yeah, the finals. Yeah, it's like a couple weeks away. So he's still a couple weeks away. Duncan Robinson... Will probably be an X factor. Kevin, Ooh. Kevin Love. Duncan I think Robinson. both of these guys are. I feel like are going to see a lot of minutes in yeah, this they series probably will. because yeah. they're going to need the shooting from Duncan Robinson. Which this playoffs he has shot very well. I don't know if you pay attention to that, but he shot yeah. the ball relatively well this this postseason. Duncan Robinson. On the flip side, rebounding also is going to be a factor in that series between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. I think Kevin Love may rise to the occasion. For the Miami Heat. I think that's why they brought him in. But on the flip side of that, that Robert Williams, Al Horford in the lineup at the same time, then it's going to work. And that's why I'm choosing Boston. And it's not time to believe Dougie Fresh in the Miami Heat. Mm. (laughs) 
I think I think it's a four two series. But we'll we'll get to some of our predictions in a second. Uh, the big question for Boston. We talked about the X factors. Mm-hmm. Tatum and Brown. They're gonna they're gonna stay stick with Boston if they don't make the finals. A big question. You see that money being? We already thinking this much ahead. I am all NBA. B. I think because it matters. That's a lot of money. Six hundred thirteen mil. They're both eligible to get super That's a lot of money. Max money. That's a lot of Duncan. And so I told you. Remember, I told you I brought it up. Like I think Jalen Brown is now becoming just as an important piece, valuable piece okay. for the Boston Celtics as a Jason Tatum. Like I really believe they're neck and neck. And there are a lot of basketball fans that I hear from from time to time being that believe that too. They're like Jalen Brown. Is the dude. The question is, so is that talk going to get to his head? It, because it's Tatum's team right now. It's okay. Jason Tatum's team. Jalen Brown will always be the number two as long as Tatum's on that team. Is he going to want to go off and do some do some singles by himself? <laughs> go off and start his own band? I don't see that. Is a- he going to be hearing people say, you're as good as Tatum? You're maybe better than Tatum in some situations? Is he going to say, all right, let me get that money. Let me go get my own team. I don't want to be number two. But the problem with that is, is that if... If Jalen Brown decides that he doesn't want to play with the Celtics anymore, he receives like $100 million less than what he would yeah. if he stays with Boston. So I think Boston is probably – I don't know what the Boston Celtics organization in terms of front office is hoping for right. with these two guys. Of money. But I think if they make the finals – and I don't know if they if they win, but if they make the finals, I think that becomes an easier question versus like two straight finals appearances. Yeah, that's two straight. So like you can at least have a good outlook, good outcome at least if they can get past the Miami Heat. All right, big question for Denver and the Lakers: mm-hmm. Can that Lakers core be consistent? Can LeBron? Can AD be consistent? Now, this is a really big question for me because we know how breakable Anthony Davis is. Yeah. We know age Day-to-day. for LeBron is, uh, is slowly an issue. Know. I don't Does know. It? Is it? Does See, it? I don't know. Maybe? Is it? That's the big question. I don't know. Is LeBron just going to be playing like this till he's 60? Like, he may like, very well be this consistent. Age is not going to be an issue for him. You're 20, Ben. Uh, but they're going to be playing at a mile above sea level, which is kind of, you know, a big deal for some people. It's some, sure. you know, You're sucking air a little bit towards the end of that game. <laughs> and LeBron at 38 years old could be a little tough on him. AD, again, could go down... You know, at any given moment. We, we never hope right for injuries. Now, according to this podcast. Yeah, you don't hope right for now. injuries. But again, you've seen AD, he goes down and he's out. You know, yeah. and, and there'll be moments where he's out for a quarter and comes back. But yep. he, he's very breakable. So how consistent can this core be in a crucial Western Conference final? Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty tough. But I think they'll be able to overcome. At least I hope they do. Because this team looks different from the teams that the Denver Nuggets had played, you know, prior to the the trade, the Lakers right. trade with getting D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hashimura and the crew. And I didn't even think Nikola Jokic had even, he spoke to that before this series is going to even start. He said it yeah. himself is that like, this is a new look very Lakers team. team. Yeah. It is a very different team, a team that they have not seen throughout the regular season. The four times that they played, they played the team four times before February. They don't know this new look team. They don't. So I think people being high on them, like you mentioned for, for, for the first game, Maybe kind of scary. Maybe it's a scary for the Nuggets. Yeah, because yeah, we can go right scary. into this one for the question for the Nuggets is who's going to support Nikola Jokic? Because that's for me. I watch more Nuggets games than probably any other team except the Bulls. That's so I, I follow this team a lot. The they Thunder. can be or the Thunder. The Thunder. Yeah, the Thunder. Yeah, hey, yeah. shout out to our team total over for the Thunder <laughs> team win total. Uh, Doug over there, good, good one on that one and the Magic. Uh, but I think with with the Nuggets and what you notice is a they can be frustrating as hell because yep. the guys around Jokic just will not. Come and they they will not come to the game and they'll, they'll score ten they'll score ten <laughs> points or whatever it is 
so they're going to need Porter to step up. They're going to need uh-huh. Porter to hit his threes. He can't have another 0 for 4 game That's like true. he did in his last game out. Jamal Murray has to be consistent. You can't have I 10, 12-point Jamal Murray games. I think, though, being with Jamal, it's like he's played better than what we've gave give him credit for. Yeah, he's gotten better as the playoffs because have gone the road on. games, in particular in the Phoenix matchup, like he was superb on the road. Like he was playing outstanding basketball. He just has Phoenix to be consistent. So again, I think that consistency thing has to matter for Jamal. I think he's more yeah. consistent than anybody else on the team, not named Nikola Jokic, if you ask me, because I feel like Aaron Gordon's probably bringing it on one side of the ball only, probably for the remaining other playoffs. Yep. I'm not really counting on Aaron Gordon offense for real. Now, if he breaks no. out and get, go get 15, 17 points, then Great. so be it. You but that's okay. They, they don't need win it. that game too. Right. They need his defense more than they need his offensive play. And if he can shut down KD and can and can shut down Devin Booker to the extent that he did, to the extent you know, I don't know, you know, shut down yeah, relatively. That's a, yeah, that's the relatively that's strong language right there. It was more KD than it was Booker, honestly. Mm-hmm. They were putting him on KD more than the more than Booker. And he did. As good of a job as really anyone probably still can. Still average 30. Can yeah. he still average 30 He makes 30 every defender, series. what'd you say, makes every defender look like a practice chair? That's all it is. And Gordon looked like a, an animated practice chair. It was a practice chair that was actually defending a little no, bit. No, he was doing a better, he was doing a lot so a better if, job than the chair. If Gordon can do that, probably on LeBron, I guess, is what they're going to put him on. I think that's the biggest question, too, being if he can play defense. which person is he's going to guard, right? Yeah. Because at, at times, you probably don't want Nikola Jokic guarding Anthony Davis, like possession by possession, you know what I'm saying? Because you exactly, so you may switch it up to the point where you may have a Aaron Gordon on an Anthony Davis just for yeah. just for for lateral reasons, and then on the flip side, you may put a KCP or a Bruce Brown on LeBron. Now it probably be the advantage probably goes to LeBron, but then in that case, it's just a matter of like what shot selection is LeBron willing to take in that scenario. Yeah, it's gonna be. There's so many different matchups in this game. I'm very excited to see. What happens? Uh, let's go to stuff we're worried about, because, Zach, there were teams that were knocked out of the playoffs that uh, maybe we're expecting to be in the conference finals. Tough call. So what's the worry? Let's go out west to the Phoenix Suns. Mm, 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 they are now coachless. Yeah, they don't have a coach right now. Uh, there's a lot of question marks surrounding the team. Uh, how do the Phoenix Suns move, move forward? forward? That's the big question. What's mm, the worry? What, mm, what's mm, the worry about the Suns here? No Monty Williams. Eliminated by the, by the Nuggets. Didn't even take it to seven games. Didn't. Four to two. Four to two. What's the worry with the Suns? Where do they go? Now, I do want to say this. I want to establish this real quick. I personally, Ben, believe that all the coaches, let me just get this out of the way right now. Ben, all the coaches who've been fired mm-hmm. this postseason in particular, sure. I don't agree with. Really? So even Mike Budenholzer. Monty, I was shocked. I was definitely shocked with Monty Williams. Budenholzer, I got. Budenholzer, like two years ago, prior to them winning the championship, sure, Budenholzer probably could have been fired. Two years later, I don't really agree with it. Monty Williams, like you just said, I don't think he should have been fired. But in the same sense, I understand the Phoenix owner wanting his own guy. Fresh start. I understand that. But that's the only reason I can really get with, you know, said firing Monty Williams because he's a great coach. They only got better year after year. They even broke the franchise winning record under Monty Williams. Like You developed he, a culture. That's all you want, right? You coach want a culture of the year. Yeah. James Jones had executive of the year. They went out in the same season. Yep. And I don't think James Jones had anything to do with Monty Williams being fired. I just want to throw that out there but yeah him and the next coach we're probably going to get to i don't agree with him being fired either and i know you probably don't agree with that statement we're going to dive into that too but money being yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of money fan being of, fired what uh there's a lot of moves that sons need to make right they have to resecure their bench they need better bench players they need people to come off the bench and but help I out would their starters argue, and chris paul i would argue see there's two things chris paul might need to go there, there's two things that you just alluded to right now i would i would say 
that Monty Williams didn't have enough time to implement everything he probably wanted to okay, in this team with Kevin Durant. Like I would argue that because TJ, I'm gonna say these three names time and time again. Again, he, you were criticizing him to start the series too. He should have played him earlier. TJ Warren, um, Terrence Ross, yeah. and Landry Shamit Play. all should have been playing from the start of the series, and even going back to the later games in March. And in April, being yep. like they should have been playing just to get them established and playoff ready for the postseason, being and they didn't do that. So if you're gonna knock Monty Williams for anything, it's the rotation because I believe they had the players and they had the depth. And yes, I'm gonna throw out a random name like Biombo, Bizback Biombo. I feel like he is a serviceable backup. Yeah, you may have to point at Aiden and say, was he motivated enough in this postseason? That's a great. Yeah, you had one player who basically just doesn't want to be there. You just brought up Chris Paul. You two players. <laughs> You may you technically to, weren't there. Like, <laughs> Eight and Paul. Like Paul was hurt, but yeah. I feel like the he might have slowed down Phoenix Suns, and I love yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I agree. But I feel like he might have been holding them boys back just in too. terms of pace of play. Yeah, like because well, we, you have two main guys. You need. You think Chris Paul would be able to to dish it out to him, but. I don't think you do with Durant and Booker. You don't need that Chris Paul type of point guard. You really don't. Just push the play, serviceable push the tempo, guy, get yeah. him in a right spot. And I think like Chris Paul was a little reserved in that regard in terms of like pushing the tempo because yes. maybe he was probably trying to He's save old. himself for all four quarters. Yeah, you got a young campaign out there pushing the tempo. They're scoring more. They're yep. scoring more effective in the postseason yep. when they were playing. Hundred percent. It's it was a tough call. So I don't know what they do with Chris. I don't know, Ben. Move on. I don't know, man. Got to move on. Uh, another guy moved on, Doc Rivers. Yeah. As we talked about, fired by the Philadelphia 76ers. I think it's the move. I think you had to make the move. I think the team is kind of rotten to the core. I think Harden you need to get rid of somehow. Harden's, yeah. a, Harden's a joke. Embiid, can I say this? Embiid's a joke. Embiid's a joke. You can't come out in game seven and play the way that Joel Embiid played Doug, as an MVP, Doug. as an MVP, Doug. as a guy who talks so much smack. Doug. You cannot do that if you're Joel Embiid. Doug. I lost a tremendous amount of player respect we'll for Joel. Let him Joel. get it out. Let him get it out. Let him it's get ridiculous. And, and again, I didn't even bet on the 76ers because this, this is a reaction I reserve for teams I bet on that lose. <laughs> could not wait. Listen, what I, I tell you, Ben, could not wait. To True. get that off his chest. Oh my I god! I know he'd been waiting all weekend. I lost some since sleep Sunday, since Sunday afternoon when I the Seventy Sixers lost. He could not. Fifteen points. Wait, he wished we could do clown of the show. He, he wished we could do clown show of the week. Fifteen he really points. He really do. But all for four from three. Fifteen points, eight rebounds. Five. That's a bench player. No, so that's a bench player. So. Five of eight, oh, he's so bad. Five of eighteen in recency bias, it, it just runs through his his veins. <laughs> it does. Like recency bias with being just runs through his veins. Because we not finna act but like. But again, you Joel can't be the MVP. MVP. You can't he regular season MVP, sure, yes. sure, sure. Yes. But you can't you can't win the award, go out in game seven and lay an egg like that. You cannot do that. That That's a, unacceptable. That is a fair assessment. Like, that is a fair assessment. You think assessment. Jokic would do this? No. They're going to lose anyway. We're going to get to that. You Since you want to <laughs> say everything with your chest, sir, we're going to get to it. But listen, I, yeah. I, I I agree with you. A Joel MV, Joel MV, MVP, Embiid, yep. he cannot go 5 for 18, 15 points in a closeout game. He cannot. Nope. James Harden can't go scoreless in the fourth quarter. Or just flat out get out. Like three games in a row. Three games in a row. If you want to point the finger, I'm not pointing the finger at Joel. Joel had done enough in that series by the answers where it's like, all right, James, you gave us two games out of the seven. We need some more. Yes. When it comes to Die Rivers, listen, 
I know he done blown like seven or eight leads, whether it's three, one, three, two, and his his winning record is not a winning record when it comes to closeout games. He's like seventeen and thirty-two. Okay, fine. Good. It's not that's bad. But my biggest gripe though is like, okay, y'all gonna fire him, but you're probably not gonna get nothing better. Mike D'Antoni ain't the answer. Like he's no, not no, the answer. Not. Like he's not the answer. So like to fire Doc Rivers, you Monty one, Williams, one of the exceptional coaches. But I don't. I'm not in the. I'm not in the uh, business of recycling coaches. Like I you just want you want assistance. I agree. Like, I'm a, I can get on that train because it's like I don't need to see. Didn't work. Dan don't Tony do it again. Over and over again. No, I don't Monty need to either. Williams, he he can afford to get another job because he's only probably had two head coaching jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Mike D'Antoni. Nick Nurse, I think Nick Nurse's first job was Toronto. So he deserves another shot. Mike Budenholzer deserves another shot. But I don't want to see none of these old names time and time again trying to get a new job. Like, they don't deserve it. Mike, Mike D'Antoni don't deserve no job. He's done enough for the NBA. 100% agree. Yeah, I, I don't love recycling the old coaches. There's plenty of new coaches, plenty of assistants, plenty of guys that can bring some fresh ideas to this team. And I think that is exactly what the 76ers need. They need some fresh ideas. They've been running off the trust the process thing. For That's eight dead, years. Right? It's That's dead. dead right? It's we, dead. We, I tweeted out the, the process is just losing embarrassingly in the playoffs. That's it's, what the process is turned dead. into. It's just losing really poorly in the playoffs, not showing up, guys not doing their job. That's what the process is turned into. You have to turn the page. You have to get some new thinking in there, fresh blood, new coach, redirect the way this team plays because you can't have Harden and Embiid and try to and win and make the finals. It's just not going to happen. I don't even know, though, Ben. It's not going to happen. Like, Harden's passed. Harden's done. But we saw. Him go out there and drop forty twice in yes, that series. Yes, but can he do it consistently? But we saw him do it twice in that series, so it's like Got four, it, it has four to games. be like a want for him. Like, bro, somebody got to talk to him and say, "Dude, you're one of the most elite scorers in NBA history. What is the problem? Come April and May, he, what is the issue? No, he's trying to get the fouls too much. He's not getting the calls. And then like he's with throwing stupid balls, turnovers, like it's bad. Which again, what does that have to do with Doc? In those situations, what does that have to do with Doc Rivers? Like, can you not look a at, lot, but can I, you look at Game Seven, Ben? Can you look at Game Seven in particular in that series and say, "Yep, Doc Rivers, you didn't do a good enough job," and then look at the box score and say, "Well, where was Joel and where was James?" Yeah, I, I don't Tobias, think like I don't some, think you should point the finger directly at Doc. I, I think it's the entire 76ers. As I said <laughs> at the top of the segment, they are rotten to their core. It's rotten. They have to get rid of everything around and they have to get rid of some of these players. If you want to build around Embiid again, build around Embiid, but Harden's not cutting it. You're I'm, not getting to the finals and winning with James Harden as your number two I guy. Even, I would even blame James Harden all the way. He gets some blame for sure. You know what a I want to blame? blame? You know what I want to blame? Tobias Harris. I want to be, I wanna be petty. You you in my brain. You in my brain right now. Okay. I want to be petty. Okay. Jimmy Butler said what? What did he say? Y'all chose Tobias Harris over me. That move. That's the real problem. Yeah, that's a bad that's move. That's the real issue at hand. To the core. To the rotten to, to the core. To the core. Like that that's is a culture issue. issue. Yeah. They chose Tobias Harris, inconsistent Tobias Harris over playoff Jimmy. That's the issue. Yeah, what hand. you pay for there. You get what you pay for. And Tobias is fine. He's fine. He's not Jimmy. He didn't show up in big moments when they needed him to. He's going to get some rebounds. He's going to make some shots. He'll play a little bit of defense, but that's all it'll be. That bar was so low, like nobody never criticized Tobias or anything well, of that He's nature. got that Embiid and, and Harden shield in you, front of him. Exactly. So that's tough. You know who they need? A really good defender, big guy. Tall tall guy, maybe can play point guard. 
You know, but Ben Simmons, they need to, they need to, they need to tell guard <laughs> defender. That's the ultimate penny right there. All right, let's go to betting quarter to finish the episode out as we look forward to the conference finals, Zach. Let's look to the West. Yep. Denver, LA. Yep. Who, you who advances? Got? No, who you got? Say it with your chest, too. I got the Nuggets. Okay. I got the Nuggets. We're recording, right, Doug? We're recording. I got the Nuggets. <laughs> four, four, three. Go seven, I Going think. Seven? I think I. I Kind of think six, but I want it to go seven because I love game sevens. I think we talked about this. I think the Nuggets win game one. Yep. I think they lose the next two. And then I think they win the next three. I like that. I think, I think they lose two games in the middle. We're going to get at least one stinker from the Nuggets where people start questioning the team as a whole, where game they look two? terrible. You feel like and I think it'll game be two? game two or game three. Okay. And, and the Lakers are good enough to get another game at home. But I think the Nuggets close it out. This four three. Hey, Dougie Fresh. This series is a repeat of the 2009 Western Conference Finals. And the bubble. And the bubble. We are gonna get to the bubble. Oh, the bubble was legit, folks. It's you, real. Yeah, that's like, true. It, it was legit because if you Bubble's don't think real. so, you you don't know what you smoking. <laughs> it, the bubble was definitely legit, Ben, because we got all four of those teams in the Conference Finals. Yeah. What three years later? So it looks like those teams were able, were, were Similar able course. to sustain their success yep. post bubble. So you better ask somebody. <laughs> Bubble's real. That's how I feel. Bubble's real. But Lakers in six for sure. Now I'm going split, like you said. I think they both split each each games. The first four. Like, the Nuggets will win a game in L.A. I yeah. do believe that. I believe L.A. will win a game in Denver. But game five and game six. The Lakers? It's all the LA, Lakers. baby. I got to go with L.A. all the way. Bron Bron, 10-1 and one Conference Finals. How you feel about that? Yeah, huh? that's, that's going to be that interesting. That should be worrisome for yeah. somebody. No, it's, and there's a lot on the line here, too, because, you know, the Lakers don't make it. You know, how how's LeBron going to be next year? It's how, how is he going to be talking about? Is it going to be a year older? Yes. People are going to be talking about he needs better players around him. There's going to be a lot of shifting. I don't know. And They've done a good job with this roster as of now. Right? I think so, too. I, like. I, I do think so. But again, you lose in a bad way in the conference finals and when people, people expect you to make the finals. Mm-hmm. But wait, wait, no, hold on. Nobody expected the Lakers to do none of this. Let's, I, nuh-uh. Nobody. Maybe now, though. Maybe now. Maybe now. But they I'm raised try- the expectations. They probably did. But six months ago, yes. even post-trade deadline, I've been seeing little clips post-trade deadline being people talking about the Lakers, how they can ascend, and people laughing and looking around, having all this doubt. You fast forward now. Remember, I brought the article back, championship contender in October. Everybody yeah. looked at me and laughed. October 11th, 2022. We got one more series. We got more series. We got series. one more series. One more series. Championship contending team, Ben. Uh, let's go to the East, Miami and Boston. We agree a little bit more on this one. Yes, we do. Boston and six. Boston and six. Both of us. Jimmy, chill out. That's it for Miami. <laughs> the, uh, the shooting regression goes down for Miami. I hope so. Uh, and the Celtics are a legit team. And if you really, the way you talked about the past teams that Miami's played, the Knicks, Bucks got lucky with the Giannis injury. Maybe Miami hasn't really faced a true team at this point. Mm-hmm. Now they face one. Okay. So, look, Boston with me, Ben, I need them to win. But I'm also scared because they almost gave the Sixers that series. Like, in hindsight, Ben, I they really did. feel like the Sixers should have won that series. They had all it. The way they up were up 3-2. to two. All the way up to game six, ending the third quarter, Ben, that series was legit. Yeah. All Philly, Ben. Like, it's, it's remarkable how things can change in a quarter. Six scoreless minutes. <laughs> six scoreless minutes in that game six ended it for them. The whole series. Like that's that is crazy. But for Boston, Ben, I think they have the rebounding advantage with the addition of adding Robert Williams with Al Horford in the lineup. That's gonna change so much. Like I know Spo is the adjustment master. Like he is is a coaching genius. Like he is one of one for sure. So I'm gonna be looking to see 
if he if he decides to put a Kevin Love in the lineup, just try to maybe counter that size that they're going to have in Boston for that opening game one and game two. I'm I'm scared a little bit because Boston also will lose at home. They're going to lose a dumb like, game. They'll lose at home. They're gonna have a, they will lose Tatum's going to score under 20. He's going to go 0 for 5. And Horford's we'll going to go 0 for ability. 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's going to look and really like, bad. And then Jalen will go out there and score 35, and they might lose yep. while he's out there playing terrible, 5 for 16, 5 for 19 from yep. the field, J- uh, Jason Tatum. But, yeah, I it's still got to roll with Boston in six, just like you, Ben. Celtics-Lakers in your finals, Celtics-Nuggets in mine. Should I think be mine sounds a little more accurate NBA would based love that. off NBA history. NBA, NBA, NBA history that. should tell you which one to roll with. I ain't really which ones the play officials with are gonna yeah, favor. Exactly. Yeah. I really should. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell everybody, Doug. I'm trying to tell them. Lakers, Celtics. The NBA, it's what the NBA wants. It it's out there. I'm going to just throw the conspiracy out there. I'm, I'm just going to do it. All right. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. <laughs> Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals, baby. Yes, baby. We got the final four. Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, Lakers, Nuggets, Boston, Miami. That's going to con- conclude this edition of the Points in the Paint podcast with Zach Badgerhouse, my main man, Ben Winstein, and Dougie Fresh on the ones and twos. We appreciate you, sir, oh so much. Where can they get the podcast? Wherever they get Everywhere, their podcast? Yeah. Spotify, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, wherever you get Google your pod. YouTube. You podcast. YouTube. See these lovely faces on the tube. TikTok, Instagram, at Points Paint on the Twitter feed. Of course, ITA. Inside the Association is five days a week now. It's every day. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Points in the Pay podcast. See you next week. Peace.